Episode 26, Something's Up Podcast. Everyone, what is going on with me? What is the matter? What do I have to do? What doctor do I have to see? Somebody give me some numbers, an email, a fucking pager number. I don't know. Do, do pagers have numbers? I'm, I'm, that's a little bit before my time. I met with a few friends again in a parking lot, a McDonald's parking lot. These were high school friends of mine. Just to say hello and just to talk and have coffee and reminisce on the good old times when we were actually having a fun night out. My friend would throw house parties. A kid would get thrown off a balcony into some bushes, mind you. No one got seriously hurt. He may have had a neck pain the next day, but you know what? When I think about it, it was a miracle. But some coked up kid would be throwing a pot of plant, like a hundred pound plant pot at somebody. And that would be that would be the night. That would be the story the next day. Luckily, I dodged that pot. My friend who threw the party, not so lucky. But no, now we've been reduced to the parking lots. The parking lot, the parking lot pull up. That's what everybody's calling it. Outside of a McDonald's. That's that's what you have to do in the COVID era if you want to go out for a good time. And it's creepy. I really I I mentioned this very briefly. It is it is a weird feeling. I mentioned this uh, last podcast. It's 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 discomforting. There's something about it, the vibe of meeting in a parking lot for anything. For anything. Even if it's just to meet friends, you're kind of innocently shooting the shit. Some guys having some guys having a McChicken. Everyone else settled for coffee or a drink. He's got to gobble the McChicken. There's always one guy who's got to get food. Everybody else, everybody ate at home, but he's got some excuse to just fucking shovel his face with sugary shit that has some kind of drug in it that makes you want to come back. That's how McDonald's rolls. But I don't know. There's something about the vibe of any parking lot meeting there. Like I feel like I'm buying a gun off the black market. Every time I get there and I'm there by myself waiting, when I'm the first one there, I feel like I'm doing something nefarious. McDonald's brings that kind of vibe. There's there's very few McDonald's, even in the GTA, that have a welcoming, family-friendly vibe. Everyone, every one of them has that kind of heroin needle vibe. I even heard, I, I read something, I don't know if it was Vice, if it was some fucking, some publication said that McDonald's owners in the GTA, they're actually putting blue lighting at night in the bathrooms. So uh, some of the addicts won't be able to find their veins. Now that's a little cruel. That's That's a tad... That's a bit of, uh, that's some overkill. But a lot of these McDonald's places, they do the work of homeless shelters. They really do. That's why they have the code for the bathroom. And some of them won't give up that code. A guy goes in in a business suit and says, hi, can I use the bathroom? Well, there's a code. Okay, well, can I have the code? No, you can't. You have to answer a riddle. Okay, well, what is the riddle? Are you serious? Yes, I'm serious. The riddle is... If a man orders 11 McNuggets and a woman orders 17 McNuggets, how long until they are diagnosed with type 2 diabetes? Just something something ridiculous. No, but they're sketchy-ass McDonald's. None, none of them, like I worked at a McDonald's very, uh, very briefly in my senior year of high school. That was my, uh, that was my introduction into the real world. That was my introduction to corporatism. 
You couldn't, you couldn't, if, if you dressed out, because I worked at a Harvey's Hamburg, that's a very prominent, kind of on its way out. My first job ever before McDonald's was working at a Harvey's, and they let you go in whatever. If you wanted to wear fucking basketball shorts, they would let you wear that. But McDonald's, no such, you had to wear one thing, it was uniform. Very fascist of them. Not quite into that. Or maybe not fat, but very totalitarian. And the bosses, they were assholes. They were just... I remember one guy got, uh, he got caught eating a chicken McNugget and they suspended him. That's how serious McDonald's is. Like, no, we're not going to, we're not going to fire you. It's over when we say it's over. You can take a couple of days to think about what you've done. Repent and then come back. And when we want you gone for good, well, we got a fixer for that. He lives in the broom closet. Yeah, but I'm meeting these friends in these uh, these very weird places. Just it's it's a part one. It'll be a Tim Hortons parking lot, and then it'll be a McDonald's parking lot. And it was just we we wrote. I, I wonder what I wonder what's next. An ESO, a Home Depot. What are we? I want to switch it up. I want to be like an exotic traveler, but to parking lots because you know nobody can leave and vacation anywhere. Buffalo Wild Wings, possibly. Oh, no, we did the Buffalo Wild. That was in the same Tim Hortons. Oh, whatever. But moving on. No, I, I... My social skills are rusty. A guy like me, I'm not the best at making conversation. I don't like small talk. I don't know. I'm always staring at the ground, and then I make eye contact with you very briefly, and then I keep staring. That's been the story of my life, and I've gotten by. But because I'm not seeing as many people and I'm not talking in groups, I, I'm rusty. I think that like, I, I like to say, I like to act like this is all like kind of exclusive to me. But a lot of people have these issues uh, and we're out there. I stand with the, uh, the socially inept, everybody. No. It's episode 26. We did 25 last Friday, or it'll be last Friday by the time this is released. My, my whole routine is I record Sunday so I can do whatever the hell I need to do during the week. And then Friday afternoon, I just release the pod. And yeah, RIP DMX, everybody. RIP my dog. I don't know if I do a good DMX. I don't, I don't want to ruin it because he just died. I don't want to I don't want to skewer the man's legacy with a bad impression. Uh, no, DMX, uh, I will say something very quickly about DMX. He was one of the first rappers. What a fucking talent. One of the first rappers that I ever really saw when I was about eight or nine years old. And it wasn't uh, one of his music videos. It was in the movie Romeo Must Die. And I remember the, uh, the, op- the line that he opens with in that movie is, Guns don't kill people. People kill people. And then it was something else after that. I forget what. But uh, it was after like a nightclub shooting or something like that. He's like a nightclub owner. He was in the movie very briefly. You know, he only had a couple scenes, but it was a big deal because DMX was in the movie. And uh, I saw after that that he did all this music, and it was really rough. It was hard. It was unapologetic. It was fucking, you know, it, it, it was of its time in a lot of ways. I don't know if a rapper like that could make it now because it's a very unique sound that he had. There's angry rappers now, but it's like the no 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 no. 
no, 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 no. Or if, like if you're like one of those drill rappers or wh- whatever they call it from the UK, it's like, man so good, make my cock jerk. Pussy man dem and a man na. Hana man na na man na. Man's not hot, make my cock jerk. Something about cock jerk, something like that. And it, it doesn't even mean what we think it means here in North America. It means something completely different there. A cock jerk is just... A cock jerk is just like a morning run to the British. And speaking of the Brits, Prince Philip at the same time. Prince Philip and all his glory. You know what? I, I get... Say what you want about the royal family. I'm not a fan of the royal family. Again, I grew up in Canada. Canada, it, it, they're really just a monarchy country, like whatever you fucking call it, a commonwealth. It, that, that's just all on paper. It's very ceremonial at this point in time. We're not a monarchist culture. Nobody's sitting around a bar table, and I'm sure they're not doing this in England as much anymore, but nobody's sitting around a table talking about the the doings of, of Prince William and Prince, or like they are when it's like big international news, but it's not like a casual thing. It's not a monarchist uh, culture. It's just not what we... It's very secondhand. The royal family is very much still a, ver- a very English thing. Yeah, but uh, it, it, it annoys me just how irreverent and disrespectful people are to print... Like, guy's a fucking war hero. Everybody calm down. Everybody's like calling him a Nazi for no relief. He's a na- dude. The guy blew Nazis' heads off. You don't have to like him. Like I, I'm sure if I read about the the, you know, his affairs and you know whatever, not actual affairs, but the things that he did, I, I might not like him either. I don't know. Like a World War II veteran could be a serial killer, <laughs> and I'd still be like, well, he landed on Omaha Beach. I mean, I'd buy him a drink. I mean, he parachuted into Japanese invaded territory. I mean, I'd I'd buy him a happy meal. Yeah. You know, RIP Prince Philip and RIP DMX. It's um it's a wild one. I don't really have much else to go on about. I'm going to leave this, just make it a pretty quick one. Uh, yeah, something's off podcast. This is almost just like a, like a snippet of something. I, I'm trying to make them short so people want to listen to them more, you know, they, so they don't see 20 minutes, 25 minutes. Ah, oh, fuck, like, you know, who's this bozo? Something's off podcast. Follow me on Instagram. That it is.